Um, so yeah, it's, we are here today with Patrick, Patrick Mullery um, from James' Support Group. Good to have you, Patrick. Thank you. Um, yeah, do you want to just give us a, a bit of an introduction of yourself and, um, and the support group? Sure. So we, uh, my wife and I started James Support Group in October 2017. I'll start again. My wife and I started James Support Group in April 2018 after our son James took his own life in October 2017. Uh, and we did this because there was no help available, no meaningful help that we could find to support us through what we were going through, which is probably the most bewildering, terrible thing you could ever imagine, losing a child. Well, he was 28, he's still your child. It's not the natural order of things. So the first meeting we had, it uh, uh, it was quite a busy meeting. We had 24 people come to the first meeting and that just proved to us that there, there was certainly a need for this. What's an overview of um... Of the organisation and what do you do? Right, okay. Well, what, what we, what we, people we support are people who've been bereaved by suicide, individuals, families, and also people who've been, uh, who've had suicidal thoughts in the past. And the idea of that is that they, they, people who can see, people who've had suicidal thoughts in the past can see the devastation left behind when someone takes their own life as, as a carrot, if you like, to stop them doing it. Because people often, um, we think anyway, there's no real proof, but we think that people are quite impulsive when they take their own life. It's a spur of the moment thing, there's no real planning to it. You know, when you think about what's what's going to happen to those behind, and yeah. maybe they're just trying to stop their pain. Um, so, uh, and that's what they do, and they don't do it with much thought. So, this the idea is someone is prone to having suicidal thoughts, they'll have that in the back of their mind that. Actually, do you know what? If I did do this, there's a, a real, a real uh, legacy behind that you're going to leave by, by actually taking your own life. So maybe it stops them from doing that. Certainly a misconception because people do think that oh, the world would be a better place without me. Well, it's not true. There's people who love you, people who know you, you know, um, and you being alive affects a lot of people you know, often in a positive way, and you not being alive, you take your own life, badly affects a hell of a lot more people. So you are going to be missed, you are you are loved, um, and people are going to regret and feel angry, yeah. uh, feel uh, sad, of course, feel guilty even for you taking your own life, because they might feel that they've, some, some way you've been to blame because they didn't see the signs. Well, the truth of the matter is there aren't really any signs. Mm. There's often not any signs. And um, that's true of, of our James. When um, the day that James took his own life, he was he stopped hours on the way home from his work. And um, we spent an hour and a half or so with him, just about being, you know, just being normal James having a laugh, being great crack, really. Mm. <laughs> and as he drove away, I said to his nan, isn't it lovely to see him in such good form? Mm. Well, three or four hours later, took in her life and there was there was no sign of it there was nothing no. so it, it is impulsive it certainly was in James's I'm sure it is in James's um, case yeah. so yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a devastating thing to take your own life and I think that if people are aware that there are 
bravos around them that are going to miss them. They are, going to, they are loved. They will be missed. Hopefully, um, that's that's going to stop them doing it. Yeah, and I think it's wonderful though that organisations like yourself have started up, um, do exist, and are there to support people. Um, what, what kind of projects are you working on at the moment that's there for people? Yeah, the, the project that we have running at the moment, we call it a campaign more than a project, but it's, it's called It's Okay Not To Be Okay. And the idea is that we keep high in the public domain the issue of suicide and, and poor mental health. And so if you think about the words, it is okay not to be okay, what's that telling you? That's telling you that, you know, you don't have to be perfect all the time. You don't have to be bright as a button and, and, and be happy all the time. You are allowed to be sad. Yeah. You are allowed to be moody or depressed or get out of the side of the bed, you know, and be grumpy. You're allowed to be that. Yeah. And the point is, if you are that, it's okay because there's help there. And if, if it's a, a serious situation where you are feeling suicidal or you're feeling really badly depressed and you need help, help is there. Yeah. And it's there. It's more help there now than there has been. Yeah. Uh, certainly since this group's been going almost four years, we've been holding these monthly meetings. There is definitely help there. And, and uh, I'm pleased that we, we, we have yeah. started doing these monthly meetings. And the meetings, face-to-face -face meetings are really important. And once you've done that, you then find it often easier to join a group meeting. Yeah. It's not always easier to think, well, what happens in a group meeting? Is it going to have everyone there crying their eyes out and telling us how, how sad they lost this person? Yeah, there's a bit of that. But there's also quite a lot of laughter. Mm -hmm. I'm quite a, a, a person who, who likes to talk, as you said earlier on staff. <laughs> and, and, and I actually use humour to help me get through these difficult situations. And so the, the meetings, the group meetings, aren't just sadness. There's banter as well, there's, there's, some, there's yeah. a crack, and it does help, and you, and you need that. And always try and end the meeting on, on, a, on a light note, not just leave it yeah. as, as the conversation flows. And there's no pressure to speak. If you come to a meeting, you're free just to sit there and listen. You yeah. don't have to speak. You know, if you want to just sit there and listen, listen to everyone else, Take that's absolutely fine. Take it all in, you know. Maybe you'll feel like you want to speak next time you come. That's absolutely fine. But we also, by the way, offer uh, Zoom meetings. We've got a paid subscription for Zoom, and um, so we can do that at any time to suit you and to suit us. Um, so there's really no reason for anyone really to think they're on their own because they're not. Yeah. If they're not okay, it's okay to be okay. Yeah. Not okay. Just pick up the phone, contact us. Yeah. We have a 24 7 helpline and it truly is 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can phone this number and we will answer that phone. You can text us and you'll get a response. We can speak to you night and day and it happens. It does happen. People do contact us. So there is a, there's, there's a need for this. And the, the phone number, by the way, to phone is 07563-572-471. That's the 24-7 helpline. And someone will answer that phone. It's often going to be myself, my wife, or a, we have a clinical psychologist as part of our group, Dr. Nicola Herbert. So one of us uh, will answer that phone. Thanks. And you'll get support from us. And if it's an emergency, we'll signpost you to yeah. wherever you need to be signposted to, but we'll deal with it and you won't be left alone. And you 
hold monthly meetings in Caithness. Um, what, what days, what's the time, how does that work? Okay, all, all the meetings, bar the one in Inverness, all the meetings are 6pm till 7.45. The venues normally show at 8, so I finish it a little bit early, so still an hour for us to pack up and a bit of chit chat at the end of it. Um, so the one in Thurzo is at the library in Davidston Lane. It's, a, it's always on a Tuesday. Um, it's on the 8th of the month, this month and next. So February the 8th, March the 8th, and the, all the other dates is booked up until uh, through the summer. And the dates are all on the webpage, on James Support Group webpage, which is jamesupportgroup.com. It's also on our Facebook page. And the way you get um, more information about our group is on the Facebook page. Okay, it's called James Support Group. And all the dates of all the venues, times, places, addresses, etc., is all on there. All the details that you need. And is there any final messages that you'd like to um, say to people who are considering using the, the group? Part? Yeah, um, the, the groups really are run like a family, and I, I truly, I truly say that it, it really is a relaxed atmosphere. There's no pressure on anybody. As I said earlier on, you don't have to speak unless you want to speak. You're more than welcome to speak. Um, it's very relaxed. It's it's all free. We are a charity, and so we have to rely on donations and trying to get funding for wherever we can. So that's important as well. So if any of your listeners are feeling that they want to help us or help help it going, then just please um, you can donate. There's a, a link on the web page. And also, we can give you uh, direct bank details of the charity's account. Um, and that's it. Thank you. That's great. Thank you very much for your time today. Thanks, Steph.